0: Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Strategy Wednesday episode of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brian Lofermento, and in today's episode, I'm going to share with you a very powerful and free strategy where you can get in front of a room of all your ideal customers and clients. This is actually the real life strategy that I used to grow my agency to six figures in my first year, in my early 20s. I'm so excited about this one. Let's dive in. I feel like in marketing and in business in general, we have so many things that we use analogies for. We talk about you know, how awesome would it be to get in a room with your ideal customers and clients and we use that proverbially. We are talking about a proverbial room rather than a real life room. But spoiler alert, in today's episode we are going to take that quite literally and I'm gonna share with you a strategy that I used to grow my search engine optimization and marketing agency back in 2012 to six figures totally from scratch quite truthfully, my business partner and I, we had no idea what we were doing when it came to getting clients. And we struggled. Like the first four months, I think we each made $400. We closed a $1,000 deal. We had about $200 of costs for that deal. And then we each split the remaining $800. So I tell you all of this to paint a picture of the fact that we were two. Early, I think we were both 22 years old. We were two early 20-something entrepreneurs that had no idea how to build a service-based business. And this episode today, this strategy really pertains most directly to service-based businesses, but I'm sure whatever your business is, it's gonna start to resonate. You're gonna get ideas from this very simple strategy. And I already teased it. I told you about getting in front of a room of your ideal customers and clients. Well, my business partner and I We used to joke about that all the time. When we were out there hustling, we'd go to Chamber of Commerce events, we signed up for BNI, we were doing everything we could networking wise to start meeting people who hopefully needed search engine optimization, who hopefully needed a new website, who hopefully needed one of our online marketing services. And when we'd get back, yes, we were literally running our business out of my parents' basement back then. The pictures are so funny to me to look back on. But when we would get back to my parents' basement, we'd always sit there and be like, ah, I wish we could just get a room of everybody who wants SEO, who wants search engine optimization. If we could just talk to a room full of those people, we'd crush it. And so, a light bulb went off, if there was a sound effect, if we did sound effects here on the podcast, that would be the most likely first time I ever do it, just like a ding, because that's exactly what happened to us in that moment, As we said, why don't we get that room? Clearly, I love public speaking, I love this as a medium, I love serving people, I love sharing knowledge, I love communicating, and so it hit me and I was like, why don't we host a free SEO workshop? and just invite a bunch of business owners. And that's exactly what we did, is we emailed every chamber of commerce in the area, and we said, hey, we're hosting a free SEO workshop, it's gonna be about one hour long, we're gonna have about 45 minutes of presentation, then we're gonna do a Q&A session, we're gonna tell business owners how they can get their website to rank better in Google, so that when their prospective customers and clients are searching for them, they pop up first. We're gonna show them exactly how to do that in this free workshop, and by the way, we are also providing food. And so, food is like the easiest way to get people to show up to any event. And so for us, if you think about it, the strategy was really simple. We were basically bringing people to us for free with the temptation of valuable information and a result that they're interested in, and, and free food, and, we in return, we were getting a captive audience of customers who were perfect for us because we knew that they needed what it is that we did. So I'll never forget the very first night of our very first workshop. We actually, we partnered with a, a local electric Electrician, basically, he had like an electrician's showroom where he showcased, you know, recessed lighting that he can install in your house, and mounted TVs, and all these crazy stereo systems. And basically, he's an electrician by trade. He didn't know how to get people into his showroom. It's not very common for an electrician to have a showroom. So we actually met him at a networking event, and he offered for us to use his space for free. If we host it there, because he just wants people to see his work. So it was really cool of him to do that. I'll never forget that, guy. still remember his name. He ended up becoming a client of ours after our first workshop, because obviously he attended it. It was in his showroom. But he's not even the one I want to talk to you about in today's episode. What I want to talk to you about is, for 45 minutes, I stood in front of this room. It was... Gosh, anywhere from fifteen to twenty local business owners. It was painters, it was lawyers, it was accountants, it was you know your typical chamber of commerce type business owners, a couple restaurant owners, and basically we filled that room through two real mechanisms. One is that we emailed all the local chambers of commerce to invite their members, and they just forwarded along. They didn't care who we were. They didn't do any vetting it was just a free thing that they could offer. They're always looking for programming for their members because it makes them look good if they're always delivering a service so they can justify the price that they pay their or that their members pay. And on the flip side, we were also advertising it on Eventbrite. So we got listed under Eventbrite, so anyone searching for events it, that night, business events in Boston that are related to marketing, boom, we popped up. It's a really cool thing about Eventbrite. It's still very popular here today. So we got about 15 to 20 people in that room that night. And for 45 minutes, I talked about search engine optimization, I showed how most people mess it up, I showed the power of it, I showed how simple it can be if you know what you're doing, and most importantly, I showed the results that you can get. And I'll never forget at the end of that presentation, about 45 minutes in, I said to the room, Does anybody have any questions? And this one guy raises his hand. He owned a local painting company in good old Watertown, Massachusetts. And I pointed to him and I said, yeah, what's your question? And he goes, who do I write the check to? Who do I write the check to? That is such a powerful, powerful thing that we were able to do because we just gave value for 45 minutes to a room full of people. Whether we got one or 10 clients that night, we were going to succeed with this strategy. And you might be thinking to yourself, well Brian, how the heck am I gonna do that today? I don't care what your business is. For one reason or another, I've been using yoga studios or just yoga teachers as examples a lot lately here on the show and I think it's such a, it's a really clever example in my opinion because it's local. It's non-tech savvy, it's not, you know, typically yoga teachers are not marketers, and I have quite a bit of experience in that sort of field now as well, because obviously I'm one of the co-owners of Effect, an online fitness company that we've got fitness coaches, personal trainers, yoga teachers on staff, we are in that sphere. And so I see the way that yoga teachers, for example, personal trainers, you can lump them all in. Any local service provider doesn't know how to get clients. And for me, if I was a local yoga teacher, this is the exact strategy that I would use. I would host my own events. I would get a room full of my ideal customers and clients, potential private clients that would want to work with me. And the way that I would do that is I would host free yoga events, and I would pick carefully. I wouldn't want to host the types of free yoga events that just anybody joins at a local city park. If I knew my customer avatar, and this goes way back to business 101, the very fundamentals of business and marketing and sales, know your ideal customer and client. Notice how many times I've said ideal customer and client here in today's episode. It's because if you know that your ideal customer or client for your private yoga trainings, for example, is someone who is a working professional because that way we know that they have money, that way we know that they're busy, that way we know that probably traditional yoga class schedules may or may not work for them if that's your ideal client, your next question becomes, how do I get in front of those people? How do I get those people to come in the room? Not your random passerbys, not your random people who just sign up for every free fitness class in the city. Well, by doing it this way, by thinking about it in this logical fashion, We start to expose where we need to go. We can start emailing local companies with those busy professionals, the ones that we know have money. That's an important part about your ideal customers and clients. And we can start offering to them, hey, I would love to host a free yoga class for your employees. You'd also probably be able to go into their office and use their space for free. And you can say, if you have a conference room, we can use that. We would need it for a capacity of, I don't know, 10 to 20 people, and I'd love to do it. Maybe for your executives, your your very busy ones. Take a stress break out of their day amidst all their meetings and the craziness of their normal work day. So what room will you end up talking to? You will literally end up walking into a room of your ideal clients, people who you know can afford you, people who you know are open to yoga, and when you go there and you deliver an incredible experience, It's so easy for you to hand out pamphlets, brochures, business cards, something that tells them, hey, 50% off your first private yoga session. Make it as much of a no-brainer as possible. The first time, they get a little, little tease. It's like a little sampler that you get when you go to Costco. And then that first session, that intro session, 50% off, that's where they get the actual appetizer. And when you deliver, you show them the difference of private yoga one-on-one, then you can actually sell to them. And at that point, they're already sold. So it's a really simple strategy. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, Brian, where do I fill the room? How do I fill the room? Well, again, go through the exercise I just went through in real time about yoga. I hadn't thought of that example before. That was just literally me thinking like a yoga teacher, if I was a yoga teacher and that was my ideal set of clients, was busy working professionals at companies that I know their employees are well-paid and I know they don't have much time, that's how I would do it. But there are so many places to list your free event. Meetups, it's a great place, create your own meetup or offer to go into existing meetup groups. Eventbrite, still a very powerful avenue. Facebook events. People are using Facebook events every day to find things locally. Even one thing that I love, so since I've moved to Tampa, Florida, I love Tampa has a few Instagram pages where, and they're just like totally citizen driven Instagram pages where they're not media companies. It's not the city's marketing department or PR department. It's literally just random local influencers, if you will, who talk about, hey, here's what's going on in the city this weekend. When I lived in Los Angeles, I probably followed 50 of those different accounts. You can easily DM those accounts and say, hey, here's something free that I'm hosting for people in X city, whatever it is, there are places to list your free thing, but it all starts with knowing your ideal customer and client. I'm trying to think of another example here spontaneously on the fly. Let's say, gosh, let's say I, let's say I am, I don't know, a graphic designer who helps, let's say I'm a marketer for books. Let's say, this is a totally random example that I hadn't previously thought of. Let's say I am a marketer who helps authors design their book covers, do all the inside stuff, and then get that book launched and actually make money with it, actually get sales of your book. Well, I would host a free workshop for authors, and where would I fill it? I'd go to my local Barnes and Noble and I'd say, hey, this is what I'm hosting. Do you guys know any authors? Can I put up a flyer? Or you know what? I wouldn't even ask. I would just go forth and I would do it. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. I would go to my local library. I would think to myself, where do authors hang out? I would go to my local coffee shops. I would find local Facebook groups and for authors, or even regional Facebook groups if you don't live somewhere that's very densely populated. Or, speaking of all of this, you can even do all of this stuff online. Everything I talked about in today's episode. You could host virtual events and fill those rooms. So, it's a very powerful strategy. It's funny to me that you know, we're 13 minutes into this episode, but it's so simple. And I hope me just talking about it for as short of a time as I have have here today, I hope it inspires you. Because I'm telling you, it's a very powerful strategy. And in a world where too many people are focused on social media and digital stuff and everything needs to be online, that in-person, that human connection, hosting those events, experiencing your energy in person in the same room, that is more powerful than ever before. That's it from me in today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. I'm excited to share it. It's shocking to me that it's taken me this long because this truly is the strategy that helped me grow to six figures in my marketing agency back in 2012. So this was a fun one to talk about, to reminisce about. Actually makes me wanna host more live, free events in person. I haven't done it in a long time since all of my stuff has become online, but makes me realize all over again how effective this strategy really is. So that's it from me today. Pound that subscribe button. I'll see you as always every Monday, Wednesday, Friday here on the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.